Hi guys, you're listening to S and S Sex and Sanity, and I'm your host, Amishika. Sex and Sanity is hosted on the Gold Coast Report Podcast Network, along with several other podcasts. Find us online, visit www.listentogcr.com, and you find the other podcast from Ghana that you would love listening to. Now, Sex and Sanity has three segments, and we always have guests on. As usual, I'm with my co-host, Rabbit. Hello, Araba. Hi, guys. How are you? How sexy are you feeling? <laughs> Very sexy. <laughs> now, <laughs> when last did you get an August and when last did you have sex? About um, two hours ago. Mm. About two hours. Yeah. Mm. That was the energy. Mm. This girl sent me a text the same time I was done. <laughs> like, she sent me a text. Twinsies. Right after I was done fucking, <laughs> I saw her message. I was like, nah. When I opened it, she was also done. So... <laughs> It was just so interesting. Now we have two guests for today's episode, guys. Um, Are you sure when sleeping with the same man? Nah, nah. <laughs> <laughs> of course not. Anyways, guys, um, September is sexual health awareness or sexual health month and there's also suicide awareness month there's also pcos awareness month so on today's episode we want to do a little uh, bit of sexual health related talk and so we're talking contraceptives it's very important for you if you're sexually active to consider contraceptives whether you whether you're not ready for a baby now or whether you want to space out pregnancies. Because if you've had a baby this year, it's, it's healthy for you to wait a year or a year and a half or two years to have the next baby. It's good for you. It helps you. I mean, it's it's healthy. So it's important for you to consider contraceptives. Now, all of your contraceptives out there, there are so many ways you can um, prevent pregnancy. But you need to know about reliable contraceptives. You need to know everything you need to know about contraceptives before you go in one. Because there are contraindications, there are side effects, there are so many things that can make some contraceptives not work for you, even though they work for somebody else. So that's why we're having this conversation today. Now, because of that, we have two guests. There is Salma. Hello, Salma. Do you want me to call you Salma on the show? <laughs> yeah, I've already called you Salma. <laughs> <laughs> right? Let's cut it. We'll just cut it. I mean, for you. Oh, but yes, I'm fine. Salma, what last did you have sex? Yesterday. Yesterday, how was it? It was good. Yeah, it was, it was good. good, yes. I like how you said it. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was next... good, good. Mm. <laughs> it has to be good. If it's mm. not good, please don't have it. <laughs> <laughs> now, our next guest is Phoebe. Hi. Phoebe, I'm calling you Phoebe on the show. Is that fine? Yeah, that's fine. Okay, great. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> actually going to say their names before you ask them <laughs> right i'm just telling you that if you're not fine with it i'll definitely cut, cut it, it out that's that's, that's just fine. fine anyway so phoebe has a very big chickly butt <laughs> like like <laughs> guys you should see it phoebe what last did you have said you can't see it's been about a week a week yeah as that's a while yes so and it hurts so much it hurts why so why sad. why are you on the break then it's just because I'm having complications with the implant. With the implant? Yeah. Oh. Why, what complications are you having? We'll get to that on the main segment. <laughs> oh, yeah, guys. That's the truth. Because she's, she's on a contraceptive, the implant, and she's telling us that that's the reason why she's been on a break. So, I mean, it works for today's topic even. So, guys, um, like I said, for Sex and Sanity, we have three segments. The first segment is devoted to our listeners. We answer a question from a listener to educate you guys so that if you can relate or if you can take some notes, you take it for your sex health or your sexual health or your sex life so here's the question um it was a very long question now before i read it i wrote a quote that i wanted to read to you guys here's a quote my favorite quote for for this week it's from honey avital she's a clinical sexologist she says orgasms aren't just a climax of sexual excitement centered in the genitals they are rolling waves of energy that makes us feel energized lit up and electric and we can access them all day long so guys live orgasmic orgasm how do you 
say orgasm? Orgasmically. Orgasmically. Yes, yeah. so live orgasmically, okay? You can get pleasure every day. Make prioritize pleasure and try to get pleasure every day. It keeps your libido up there for you if, if you care so much about having a good libido. Now, the first segment is sponsored by Ashley Weekend. So Ashley Weekend is a lubricant that um, when men use it, if you're trying to last longer in bed, if you're trying to delay ejaculation, you can use it for women. It doesn't contain glycerine. It doesn't contain parabens. So it's healthy for the vagina. It won't give you those burning sensations. It will make you itch and it's just fun throughout. It's water-based and it's a nice lubricant that you, you can have. I mean, every sexually active should own one lubricant and this is a lubricant that I would recommend to you. I use it myself, so you can... Araba uses it. She used it this morning. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so get it. Yes, um, I used it This too. is your last. You are not getting any, like, nothing from me again. <laughs> this is your last. No, okay? but it's necessary for sex and sanity. Don't do that. Okay. Our listeners want it. Anyway, so guys, if you want to get one, you can WhatsApp this number 055-908-7628, 055-908-7628, or hop on Twitter and Instagram and follow AS Lubricants and DM and you can get one. So now this question is what like I got from my listener. It was a very long question, so I'll just give you um, the summary of it. He says, how do I overcome the sense of guilt and regret for loving sex, masturbation, and porn as a result of my strong um, Christian background? <laughs> Did you guys ever go through a period where you felt like you had some guilt feelings every single time you have sex? I went through it at yes, a point. Yes. I went through yes. it at a point. How Am I the you... devil because I didn't I... go through it? <laughs> yes. Oh, no, you're not. I mean, amazes that you've been... You you've been, yes, you've you been, are. You've been celebrated <laughs> from the beginning. It wasn't about that. So, I just didn't see what's wrong with it. So, I, so I mean, so it's great. It's great. It's great. I, for me, when I started, I started with casual sex, okay? Mm-hmm. I started with, like, a one-time thing and then just doing it because, I mean, I want to have sex. I want to have fun. Yeah. And then after a while, it hit me. It was like, the the Christian messages I had gotten, it, it just came back to mind. and was like, what the fuck am I doing? And then I started, I... I was like looking back on the number of people I had, had sex with. I'd only had sex with two people. And, and you were feeling bad. I'm still <laughs> you feel bad right now though. <laughs> of course not. Are you serious? I'm all liberated right now. But I'm just saying I've gone through it. So when okay. the guy texted me, I was like, this is something that most of us have gone through because yeah. of our upbringing. I, I'm a Christian. So, I mean, those mm-hmm. uh, wait till marriage to have sex. Yeah. Sex is blah, blah, blah. So, for me, when I had that, like, it made sex some way. I had to take a break. Because <laughs> I would have sex and the next morning, I'm like, what did I do? And then I start. Do you cry? Do you cry? crying, but I just hated oh, no, myself. What level of guilt? I hated myself the point of and tears. then... Like calling yourself names and like, what am I doing? I don't think to myself? I reached calling myself names, but there was some amount of guilt. And well, so, how yes. did you handle it? <laughs> I want to I think, I think there are two options. There are, logically speaking, there are two options for you. It's mm-hmm. either you say that you want to be a Christian and therefore you're going to have to follow certain rules of Christianity and just accept that, mm-hmm. or you realize that you basically turned the Christianity away and move on with your life. <laughs> Like, so which one? Which one did you go with? Which well, one did you go? With, you went away. Okay, so how well, how was yours like? I feel guilty too, but then do you I still think... feel guilty? These days, no. Thank God for. But birth. then, <laughs> yeah, I feel like um, going to the Christianity side, it's a sin, right? But then. Everyone is doing something bad. So that's everyone is doing something bad. So I love that. Yeah, for me that was a good enough excuse. <laughs> like everybody is doing something bad. Really everyone has their demons. Yeah, like I bought that, but it really was the good enough excuse for me. <laughs> like sure, but like well, yeah, it's not good enough. But Christianity is personal. You bought so yeah. what somebody is doing bad in their life is really not my personal business. This is my personal business. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So this guy talked about how like he he was in Ghana before and he's not somebody who is like very active. He's not in Ghana now. And he only when he comes to Ghana, he has sex, but then he doesn't have sex 
in what the country he is in. Why? Like the whole, the whole like guilt feelings make him hold back. And because of that, he but doesn't try Ghana, to... But it's in Ghana that he When he comes here, there are some girls that he was having sex with before oh. he left. So when he comes, then he has sex with them. And he says, like, it's very serious for him. And then he was even considering getting a flashlight. But because of the whole... Feelings. And the masturbation is the same, blah, blah, yes. blah. It's mm-hmm. held him back and he wants to overcome it. This is the thing. How important is the Christianity to him? How important is having a spiritual life to him? If he wants to have a spiritual life, is he willing to explore <clears> other kinds <throat> of spirituality? If he's not he wants to stick to Christianity, then bro, stick to the rules. If you're not going to, yeah. then you have to go. So it's like, see. yeah. Well, guess what? I spoke to him, and yesterday he DM'd me that he ordered the flash, the flashlight, <laughs> and it was delivered to him yesterday, and he feels so good. So Two for points me, for bad bitches. Christianity well, zero. For me. <laughs> For me, what I did, I took a break, okay? I took a break because I was like, nah, I'm not enjoying this because if I do it, I'm... Look, so I I took a break and that's why I tell everybody that comes to me and tells me that they are guilty about it. Like, if you are guilty and you go through that shame, it's not nice. It's not something nice to do. We don't do it now. You need to, like, understand what sex means to you. We didn't even enjoy sex Exactly, because once you're having sex, you're wondering, am I doing... Is this sinful? Am I going to hell for it? Blah, blah, blah. (laughs) It will keep you, like, from having a good time. And then that makes it not worth it. Because sex can be fun. So if you're doing it, make do it because it can be fun. So, yeah, I was like, you need to sit down and think about what sex means to you. You don't have those sexual feelings for nothing. You didn't choose to have those sexual feelings. That's why I said it's, yes. it's basically just yeah. how important is yes. Christianity to you? What well, when you look at it, you, what sacrifice are you willing to make? If it's the fact that it's the Christianity, you're already having your problems, whatever, <laughs> then move on. How important is spirituality to you? Do you believe in God? Do you not? Are you atheist? Are you theist? I feel like that Explore angle is these in some way. That, no, I like, feel like no one has the right. Um, yeah, to what so, Christianity is supposed to be. Exactly. So, so just explore, do what you think is right. Based, that's why I said basically explore your spirituality and yes. explore the different <laughs> things you do or do not believe in. Question. Ask questions. Find answers. Like, yeah. you know, it's all part of it. You get it? Well, you guys, you guys, think about it this way, okay? You weren't. You, you, you were born. There are people who are asexual. There are some people who don't get the... They don't get turned on. They don't experience sexual attraction. They don't get that. And they, I mean, they hold back from having sex because there's no need for mm-hmm. me to have sex. But you have it. Did you give it to yourself? You were created with it. You wake up with a hard on. Men, okay, you wake up with a hard on. Our bodies, we have nerve endings. Our bodies respond to stimulation. You never created it. If you look at sex that way, it's easier for you to accept. This is what you're doing. You're drifting yeah. into theological arguments at the moment. So, yeah. you, like you're drifting into arguments Christians have about really? sex and purity and masturbation oh, and all of that, which I think not enough churches in Ghana will have. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I know I thought about it. No, because it okay. you don't give yourself the feeling. You really you don't. don't. You don't we, like we are born Christianity. I, I mean, Christianity. My nipples don't. get hard when it's cold. My nipples get hard when <laughs> I'm turned on. But I'm, I am wet right now. Did I make myself wet? No, I, I have to do what? something about it. What I mean, mean, you don't drink alcohol. That's why you're wet. Okay, you're I'm always <laughs> horny, you guys. I'm always horny. But you so see, that's not because of the Part alcohol. of Christianity, part of the theology of Christianity is discipline. Having self-discipline over yourself and over mm-hmm. your body and the things that you feel. Just because you want to have sex doesn't mean you should go and have sex. Just because you want to kill somebody doesn't mean you should kill somebody because killing is sin. Like but I then, said, you're drifting into theological arguments. Thank you. Anyway, let me continue, guys. Let me drift more. <laughs> Look at it that way. You weren't pre- if you don't want to, if if you believe that you need to abstain till marriage to have sex, go with it. Go with that. I mean, you don't need to do something that goes against your beliefs. Mm-hmm. You won't enjoy it. And then it makes it not worth it. Yeah. So you can actually wait till marriage and have a great sex life when you're married. You can. Yeah, it's yeah, not it's impossible. impossible. I'm telling you, it's not impossible. So this, you can't wait if your beliefs are so strong. And you, if you take the break and you realize that, now, nah, I still believe that I need to wait till marriage to have sex. And it's wrong. Don't do it. Don't do it. Yeah, but if you think about it, look at sex. Like, look at the fact that you have sexual edges. What does sex mean to you? Why do you have sex? Do you have sex because everybody is having sex? Then then you, you might realize that the 
there's no need to have sex yeah. for you because your beliefs are so strong. You're only doing it because everybody's doing it. But if you are do, having sex for you, I find it pleasurable. I get edges and mm-hmm. the pleasure I get feels so good and, and I would like to have it. It makes me, I mean, it helps my life in general. Think about it. Like think about what you get from sex. The reason why you go and have sex, then like try to get your reasons try to um understand that you really are not the one that gave yourself those feelings you didn't choose your original zones you just found out that they exist you didn't <laughs> choose to be sexual you were born that way we were sexual from birth at puberty no one it just happens you just realize you start menstruating all those things you didn't choose it you didn't choose it. When you're ovulating, we get really horny. Did we ask ourselves to be horny? It's like your body pushing you to have sex. Yes, the self-control. Yes, you can say, I don't want to do it. But then when you do it, why do you do it? Think, like, try to understand what, like, what being sexual, like, what the theoretical aspect of sex in general and what you get from having sex, what you get from masturbating. And then start to see sex as a, a, a whole thing on its own. Sex can be pleasurable. It has its benefits. Pleasure. Mood the way booster. this girl talks about sex. Anxiety. <laughs> Look, I am passionate about sex because yeah. it's it has... Sex is great. I mean, we are sexual. Engage that side of you because it's, it's, it's so in line with self-confidence, getting to know yourself better. And I mean, life is nicer when you accept, like when you understand what sex means to you and you liberate yourself from those negative messages that we grew up like getting. Sex is a sin. You have to wait till my, when you're able to liberate yourself from those negative messages, things get better for you. So yeah, take a break. Think about what sex means to you. Read, go on the internet, read about sex, what it means to be sexually liberated. Read about the the Christianity messages. If you still think that those are the messages that you need to follow, follow it and wait till marriage to have sex and understand that you can get married and still find a great way of going about sex and have a great sex life. All right, so before I end this first segment, I need you, if you also get the guilt feelings after having sex or masturbating or watching porn, take a break. And during the break, try to break down uh, the reasons behind those guilt feelings. Try to break down, like, why do you feel that way? Like, just get a list. And then when you look at each reason, like um look at them and try to make sense of what they mean to you right now sometimes for some people they break down the the reasons and realize nah this doesn't even make sense to me right now so then they do away with it but then if you still feel strongly about those reasons and you still want to you think that it makes more sense to wait till married to have sex like your beliefs tell you or your christian whatever tells you then you can Stop and then wait till marriage to have sex and find a way of making sex life fun after marriage. Also, when you decide to go back to having sex, um, watching porn, masturbating, go like just let go and then enjoy till it's like just go big. Okay, when you're doing it, just go big because there's so much fun to be had. There's so many things you can do, so many things you can learn. Like being sexual, being sexually active comes with a whole lot that can make it fun for you. So when you finally decide to go back to doing it, just go big, listen to sex podcasts, learn several ways of making your sex life fun, um, be sexual, prioritize pleasure, and you'll be good. I hope you learned from this. And if you're the one that asked the question, I know that um, our, our exchange like helped because he ordered a flashlight got it and he's good i feel like it's it's a journey sexual liberation is a journey and once you start i mean after after a while you realize that you've gone further you've gone further and then like you're more liberated than you were when you started and you'll be good you'll be like us see how we talk about sex i mean anyway so we're gonna move on to the main segment of the show we're gonna talk about contraceptives and uh this segment is brought to you by very fee very fee is uh 
company that provides STI testing services to people. So it's very important if you're sexually active for you to get tested a minimum once every year. If you change partners, you need to get tested before you have sex with somebody and you get tested, know everybody's um, STI um, status. And then, I mean, it's just important for you to be responsible. So at Verify Health makes it easy. They have packages. They can come to you at home and test you. They have packages for couple. If you're about to get married, you need to get tested. They do other blood tests. You check your blood group, anything related to that. You can visit www.verifyhealth.com and then you can um, read more or like book for an appointment for them to test you if you want to get tested. You'll find the link in the show notes of this episode. Okay. So yeah, be responsible sexually. So now Salma and Phoebe and Araba, are you ready? Yes. <laughs> I'm about yeah. to start talking. So guys, um, Salma is what what contraceptives have you tried? Um, I've only tried to uh, postpone the IUD. The IUD is what I'm on right now. Okay. And um, Phoebe, what postpones have what contraceptives have you tried? You've used a postpone. Yeah. I've used a post-pill and then I'm on an implant. You're on an implant. All right, so guys, contraceptives are basically um, things you do, you deliberately do to prevent pregnancy. They are devices, they could be procedures, they are like just things you can do to prevent pregnancy. There are over 13 types, okay? And um, when you are selecting a contraceptive to go on, there's a whole lot that you need to have in mind, how effective they are, how you can access them, whether they prevent STIs, if you um if you are in like with one person or if you can be exposed to STIs based on how um you go about your sexual activities the side effects how convenient they are and non-contraceptive benefits also before you get on one you need to go through contraceptive counseling because whoever is administering it to you needs to tell you everything you need to about you need to know about each one because um for some people they might have a health um problem that is a contraindication for the um for the what's the name the contraceptive they might want to get on and that might affect it and not make it work for them so it's very very important some of them might worsen whatever uh maybe if you have a chronic infection or disease or something you've been living in for a while some of them might worsen your symptoms so it's important for you to be educated about everything related to each contraceptive so now um i'm gonna mention the contraceptives based off how effective they are so i'll start with the most effective most effective ones so i'm starting with iud IUD you can have in you can have it in for like 10 years. Okay. And there's the implant too. The implants can be inside you for five years. They are long acting and they are the most effective contraceptives. There's sterilization too. There's vasectomy for men. Men have it easy when it comes to vasectomy. Interestingly, and unfortunately, women's sterilization is not easy because people will tell you you're not ready, you're a woman, and you might change your mind in the near future. Our society expects you to be a woman who wants to have kids, so it's hard, it's unfair. But then, th- th- those are the most effective contraceptives. Now, the next ones that are so effective, they're like 99% effective, are the in- injectables. They are not that long acting, some of them last a month. You have to go every month to be injected if you are on the injection. There are some that you have to go every two months. There are some that's every three months. And um, we have the oral contraceptive pills. The Secure. If you've heard of Secure, then you know about oral contraceptive pills. There's Lydia has one too. You take it every single day. That's the issue with um, the contraceptive pills. If you miss a day, your chances of getting pregnant becomes higher. So they tell you that if you miss a day and you remember, take it as soon as possible. And that month, whenever you have sex, use a backup method. Either use a, a condom or a post pill because your chances of getting pregnant will be high. So if you're relating, you might get pregnant. Now, the next one is the transdermal patch. Sadly, I don't know if we have it in Ghana. Right? I don't know. I'm not aware if it's in Ghana, but it's it's a, it's like a, 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 a plaster, like a POP. You put on your skin. So you can put it on your arm, your belly area, your chest, your upper chest, and it injects hormones into your body to prevent pregnancy. So that's a method. There's the vaginal ring. 
that you insert inside is also hormonal they inject the, the the hormones into your body to prevent pregnancy now there's also the diaphragm the cervical cups the sponges if you guys have heard of today contraceptive it's like a pill you insert in your vagina before you have sex yeah to prevent pregnancy you've never heard of it and um there's the spermicides the male and female condoms and then there's periodic abstinence some people use their apps their period apps when you are safe when the app tells you that you are fertile you avoid having unprotected sex or you pull out but pull out is also a method a withdrawal method it's the least effective method though i mean <laughs> Although it's better than not using a contraceptive at all, the pull-out method that lots of people do, or the inshallah method, they are not effective. <laughs> Some people have sex and then they pray that I don't get pregnant. And then there are other methods that people use that are not reliable at all. On Simmer Down, someone called in and said that he's been using a method like for three years. And every single time he has sex, the girl bends and squats for the yes the i've heard that out of yeah, the heard that. that is a way that people some people take vitamin c a lot of vitamin c mm-hmm. after having sex they will fail you i'm telling you <laughs> there's um some people rush the bathroom and try to you put uh-huh. water down there to wash the sperms out because you think that the sperms are in you so if you wash it out but then you don't know that sperms are created they look for eggs to fertilize they run fast and then a teaspoon of uh, what's the name? Uh, semen has millions of sperms. So imagine you think you're washing all of it. One has already gone inside and fertilized <laughs> an egg. And then there's also the emergency contraceptive. The emergency contraceptive are supposed to be for rare occasions where you need a backup method, or like maybe the condom got torn, or you are not sure whether you use the condom. That's when you use the emergency contraceptives. Each of these contraceptives has side effects. Some women have it like they use a woman can use the pill and have no side effects you will use it and get some side effects okay so it's important for you to know the side effects of each contraceptive and the right way to go about it for them to be very effective before you get on one so now phoebe and Salma are going to tell us their experiences with um you have used the implants great because those are the first line contraceptives even if you're a clinician and somebody comes to you um, that they want to get on a contraceptive, the first two that you suggest to them are supposed to be the IUD and the, the implant, implant because they last years and it, it doesn't require you to do anything. No. Yeah, once it's inside you, it's working. Yeah, so tell us about your experience with it. How long have you been <clears throat> on the implant? Um, it's been seven months. It's been seven months. Yeah. How has it been like? Rough very bad because very bad yes wow i wasn't expecting all the spotting i was told about it but yeah. then i was told it was going to last for tops a month mm-hmm. but then it lasted for about six months mm-hmm. yeah and there are days where you get so depressed they tell you about the um the hormonal, the side, hormonal effects. side effects too yeah but then i haven't experienced the weight gain part though you haven't it's I not haven't experienced you. that yeah it's yeah so yet. apparently people react differently yeah and so what I have, have been, yours been like i have been spotting for like six months and i nauseate sometimes i wake up in the morning and i'm just throwing up wow yes so sometimes i get pregnancy scares but then i'm on an implant i shouldn't be pregnant you shouldn't because so it's very it's just yeah. it's from the implant yeah and then acne Sometimes I break out just oh like that. God. A lot. I break out a lot. Excessive sweating and stuff. Yeah. And I realized after the implants, I've been depressed a lot. I it's get a, very it's moody. It's a hormonal. Yes. It's, you know, yes. guys, the hormonal contraceptive saying, you know how when we are even on our period or we're exactly. ovulating, we are. That's just how. Because they are injecting hormones yes. in your body every day i've been depressed a lot oh, like Charlie. sometimes i feel like let me just go and take this out because i'm tired it's it's really stressful and you said and it's then, been how many, and how com- many months how many seven, months? seven months. months yeah and the worst part is that you don't get any tongue action down there because now you're spotting every day oh yes that was so- that's so sad yeah and annoying good. it's really annoying really really annoying <laughs> but you know that it's and said then, that 
It said that with the implants, all those spotting is a huge part of it. After you use it for a number of months, it stops. For some women, yeah. it stops. For others, it doesn't. Yeah. So sorry. I think mine, well, for about a week now, I haven't bled. So okay. I'm hoping I don't bleed again. So my, that might be that. the end of yeah. your... Also, it comes thing. with yeast infections. Yeah, so you got it. But then I reported that to the hospital, and then I was told, um, it depends Mm because it was recurring. Like, it comes maybe today, you like you notice the discharge, and then out of nowhere, it's it's just gone. Then for like three weeks, there's nothing, and then you just see it again. But then you know, you're doing everything right, so you don't know where it comes from, like, why. So, you know, do you think yeah. you'd want to stop at a, at a point because of how bad he said it's been? Yeah, at a point, I really wanted to take it out. But then I was also thinking, what else? Because, mm-hmm. I mean, the aim was to get this so I don't get pregnant. Okay. And that would be doing myself a big favor. So okay. let me just... And like, I mean, I think that's the main reason why several people are yes. still on the account. So I mean, you feel like the benefits are despite the fact that I really wanted to take it out. Mm-hmm. I thought of like the advantage that it comes with. Yeah. So wow. I decided to stay with it. Okay. All right, but guys, you should know that not everybody has the same. Oh yeah, not everyone. Yeah. Some people don't even experience anything at yeah. all. Some don't spot in all of that. Because I remember free. back in high school, my social studies teacher was really good with the. We had it in our social studies syllabus. Mm. I don't know whether you guys had it. She really went <clears throat> like in, she she talked about the contraceptive methods. She was like she was using um the pill and she was gaining weight, and then she showed us the mark on her her arm for the implants, yeah. and she was like, it has been great for her. So she was she made us realize that mm-hmm. the experiences are not the same for everybody. Yeah, they're yeah. not the same. Salma, tell us about your experience. But IUD, I always tell people about IUD because <laughs> I feel like if you hate the hormonal side effects, that should be your go-to yeah. if you are not ready for a baby. So tell I us about it. I think so. Um, I've had the IUD since 2018. Okay. Um, I got to marry Stokes. Okay. How, how how much was it? Oh God, it was really cheap. I can't remember. Right. At the, it was my boyfriend at the time who set it up for me. Okay. To get, so I really don't remember the price at all. It's like twelve cities now. It's like twelve cities. Mm-hmm. It was a little cheaper than that. Like eight. Yeah, probably yeah. a little cheaper than that. It wasn't really expensive at all. Um, it has been fine for me so far. I think the only problem I've had was when I. I had to put in, which was a little painful. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And but apart from that, um, I think I took some power and stuff after, and the pain lasted for like a day or so. But apart from that, it was fine. Um, I haven't really had any side effects. I think for the first few months after, my periods were a little more painful. But after that, that kind of sorted itself out, and I have been literally fine since it's been two years, and it's for ten years. I can have it till twenty twenty eight. Yeah, and so yeah. The thing about IUD is that it, regardless of what of what health condition you have, you can get on it because yes. there's some uh, contraceptives like the pills that if you have a heart problem, it's not advisable. But the IUD you can get yeah. on it. And I think mine is a copper IUD that, yeah. because I was afraid of the hormonal stuff. Mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. The hormones are quite a lot as it is. Imagine more swings. <laughs> you can gain weight, wow. acne. Like yeah, all of that is your quite breasts. a lot as it is. <sighs> and depression when you're in your periods or you're pretty bad. I didn't think I wanted something hormonal. So the copper one was what it was. The doctor was super nice. She said she did it for all her girls. She has only girls. She has like five girls. She did it for all her girls. I mean, like, uh, oh, if I want, she gave me her number. If I have any questions, I should call. She was super like, she was super, super, super nice about it. Mm-hmm. So guys, uh, go yeah. to Marie Stokes. Yeah, yes. the, the, the doctors at Marie Stokes are really, are really nice. nice. They take their time. They take their time with you. It was a really, really pleasant experience. Yeah, it was. So guys, if you are not on a contract, me, I'm suggesting Please IUD. Salma. Yes. Do you, do you see it? Like the thread. The yes, thread I wanted to ask. Okay, so <laughs> the thread thing. I think the f- when I got it, she told me that for the first few weeks I would see the thread, 
but to just literally push it back up your cervix it's not anything deep just use your finger and push it back up it's not painful it's not uncomfortable it's nothing weird it's just a string you get okay it, right okay. and after that i generally do forget sometimes it's maybe once in a while usually during a period because during a period is when your cervix is more open that it would fall out and i'll just push it back in but that happens like once every six months or so so it doesn't interrupt happens. sex in any way no Thank I you. have, I have no been told penetration has no, I, right? I, I have been told that it can be felt, but it's not something that interrupts mm. anything that is going on. Okay. You you understand? I feel like it's a if if after like um a couple of months you still don't like it, you, you can, can take it out. That's yeah. the fun yeah, thing about the implant. You can take it yes. out when you the want IUD to take it exactly. out. You can go back to where yeah. you got it and tell them that. But then I was thinking um, when I wanted to change it, change to what? Because the IUD. I feel yeah, like I was scared of the what type process, of the whole process. Okay, I the was process, scared. Okay, and then the injections to the process is a little scary because <laughs> the tools they like? bring out <gasps> and put in front of you. Like, oh, what is this? <laughs> okay. Why are these things looking at me? And then there's one thing to like open. Yeah, they open have your vagina so that they can yeah, see into your cervix. Oh no! And mine was a little it's extra painful because. <laughs> She said, and this is the weirdest compliment I've ever been given, I'm too tight. I was like, okay. And what's with that? <laughs> Fine. And she said my like the entrance to my cervix was a little more to the right. It wasn't like dead center. So she had to open it and like curve it a bit. So that whole process was a little painful. But I mean, apart from that, it's literally been fine since then. So I feel like, like the experience process, makes it worth it. It does. Yeah. The whole process doesn't last more than 30 minutes, I promise you. And, if and you, how how's the pain after? Like, It's, it's you know, before a period, the way your vagina aches, <laughs> that's how it is. But it doesn't last for more than a day. But it's it's generally and you can take And you can take, like, painkillers and stuff. But then, I think you're supposed to take a painkiller before, but I didn't know. So I went in like, but you can't take a painkiller before and take a painkiller after and you'll be fine. So the general thing that like people experience with the IUD, the copper IUD is the heavy menses. Like months, early months. Not everybody experiences it, but it's just something. And the painful insertion. But yeah, you should know that it's, it doesn't take so long. Yeah. Because generally people have a better experience with IUD. The copper IUD with the hormonal IUD. <laughs> the hormonal IUD comes with um, pain too, but it looks like the pain is more than the copper IUD. Just that there's something you can take before the procedure that will make you not feel the pain. Yes, I was going yes. to ask. Did they give you an anesthesia before? No. They can give you sight to take. For me, for me, there was no anesthesia. She did ask me if I'd taken a painkiller before, and I said no. And she said usually mm-hmm. she would advise that you should take a painkiller before you come, like 30 minutes before you come in, mm-hmm. so that it's active while you're doing it, and then take a painkiller after. But I didn't know this information, which I do know now. <laughs> it's great. So, so yeah, if you are if listening, you... you can. For the hormonal, it's sight to take that you should take before. Yeah, before. Then you won't have to do with the pain. Pain, yeah. But it's great that Salma doesn't have any issues with IUD. Yeah. But you should know that some women have had. You, it's important for you to know that some women will tell you that they get discharges. Just that you should know that generally, even when you don't have an, a, a contraceptive in, you get discharges sometimes. So it's so easy mm-hmm. for you to get something and then relate it to the fact that, oh, it's because of the IUD I have inside me. Because lots of people will complain of the fishy smell, that fishy discharge, bacterial vaginosis. But if you think about it, the whole benefits that IUD might give you might be better. Than, yes. So, yes. so if it outweighs the, the negative effects, then you can just stick with it. So you use your implants for a while. If you still yeah. hate it, then you've used a pill too. What was the pill like? That was... Not the um, the one where you have to take every the day. Post-pill? It's just the post pill. The post pill. Okay. Yeah. I have used the post pill. That, that was a bad experience because it was like giving me the, like uh, double periods. Yes, no period. the spotting and stuff. Uh, that's what I hate. The Having my period every two weeks. Mm. Oh, wow. 
that's the not post my fail. The post fail, guys. We're talking about posting or two level and two those pills that you you're supposed to take within seven to two hours or mm-hmm. within one twenty hours after having unprotected sex. They can't. They are not supposed to be taking like regular contraceptives <laughs> where every single time you have sex you take it. People do that. That's not how you're supposed to take it. And with the thing with the emergency contraceptives is they are supposed to delay ovulation. Okay. They're supposed to delay ovulation, but if you're already ovulating, there's an egg inside you that's waiting to be fertilized and you have sex and the sperm reaches the egg before you take the post pill, it will fail you. <laughs> it happens. Like lots of people will tell you that, oh, it failed me. Postinotu failed me. That's what happens. So they tell you that when you are very fertile, they don't really work. That's why anybody who is advising you should tell you that it's better to get on a reliable contraceptive. Plus the side effects are not fun. Me, I bled for like two weeks. And then I thought that was my period. I actually thought I was pregnant because spotting is a thing with no pregnancy, pregnancy when you're implantation but i spotted and then i got my period but then again implantation blood doesn't last two weeks charlie it was so annoying <laughs> and the fact that you are messing like you're messing with my sex life like i mean if right? i want to see it's too annoying problem because like, the I last mean. time i encountered I the, the whole squatting thing it was recent um i had my period and then like about 11 days after my period i started bleeding again and it wasn't light spotting. It was quite yeah. heavy. And I would feel a tampon or two, like in a day. And that's period, yeah. basically. But then I realized that it wasn't my period because it ended after like five days. And then one week after that period, I had another period. Oh, oh. And then I was just like, no, I can't live like this. <laughs> you know, oh, me after that point, no, 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 I was like, I'm done. At a point, I lost track of my period because I was always spotting. So... And like, nah, I totally lost it's track. So I, I felt like I wasn't even having my period anymore. But then I had to find a way because definitely I'm beating. I'm a girl. So I realized there were some times where I used to be really heavy and then I had cramps. Mm-hmm. So I figured out that was my period. That was when I had my actual period. Aside that, it was spotting. But then the spotting was quite heavy. And the funny thing was that the blood wouldn't even drop if I used a pad or something. But then with a tampon, it gets really soaked. And then they still tell you it's spotting. Every time I called Mary Stokes to complain, they said it was spotting. It's a thing yeah. to implants. And because it was every day, I thought, okay, let me just forget about my period. Because anyways, I'm still bleeding. And it comes to the pregnancy scare because you know you're not the only one. <laughs> Isn't this week a girl yes. who just got oh. on the implant emailed me and was like, she told me last week that she was, was it a few weeks ago, that she was spotting. And I told her that it's it's uh, it's just a side effect of oh, yeah. having the implant. And then now she's I've actually like, she, like three pregnancy tests since I got on the implant. It's <laughs> because thing, I like, feel like I'm pregnant. <laughs> she, yeah. like she just had unprotected sex. So that's me. She's pregnant. The nausea and stuff. It's you, a thing. Like, you really be scared. The nausea is because of the hormonal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because the hormonal um, contraceptive saying they come with a number of side effects. Yeah. Mood swings. Acne. Weight loss or weight gain. Some yeah. people gain weight. Some people love the weight gain. So for some people, if they love I would have the loved weight the weight gain, but yeah. I'm losing weight instead. You are losing. Uh huh. So yes. it's, you see, it's good that you brought it up because some people don't gain weight at all. And um, this what else? This this irregular periods, the spots, mm-hmm. stop, spots, stop, and and then if you are a heavy bleeder, if you bleed heavy, when you get on the implant, it becomes less. It becomes instead. less. Yes. So if you hate, if you are somebody who hates the heavy bleeding bit. You might like the implants because mm-hmm. now you are bleeding less. So you see, yeah. the side effects you might be getting might be benefits for somebody else. Right. That's why everybody <clears throat> should look at themselves and then decide what. And then, yeah, a friend on the IUD was complaining about how she had really painful periods, very painful the initial stages. Yes, yes, it's very, it's very painful cramps. But how is and it going? Heavy bleeding. Now? But then she says she's fine now. Yes. So it's for the IUD, the initial, like, after you insert it, the the early periods, mm-hmm. you might have heavy bleeding. It's not for everybody. You didn't get that. I didn't, yes. I didn't have I think heavy bleeding. What people I had react was, differently. What I yeah. had was slightly more painful periods. Mm-hmm. But that sort of evened itself out after a while. 
Okay. So guys, um, it's mm-hmm. good that we we have people who have used the long acting ones. Implants five years, IUD ten years. Me, if you come to me, I'll tell you to go for the IUD because I wouldn't get on any other. So yeah. that's why I would even suggest it to you. It's ten years. So, if so you the implants, there's even three. Mine is for three years. Yours is for so three, three years, years okay. and then there's five years. And the the fun side is that anytime you're ready to have a kid. You can you get can just, off it. Yeah, yeah. Take it out, yeah. yeah, and it doesn't take you too long to get back your fertility. Like if you want to get pregnant, you can get. It's not like <clears> it's <throat> going to make you infertile oh, because yeah, you yes. got on it. So, I mean, guys, um, it's very important so for you to be responsible that way that you are on a contraceptive when you know that you are not ready for a pregnancy. There are other contraceptives that you can get on the, the injectable comes with the side effects related to hormonal contraceptives because they are basically injecting hormones inside you mm-hmm. they are they are synthetic mm-hmm. hormones that um they act like the the hormones in your body which is sterone and estrogen so they prevent pregnancy and with those ones you might not see your period because it's it's stopping ovulation so if you don't ovulate then there's no bleeding, there's no blood coming, there's no egg being shed off or coming out as period. So some people complain that I've not seen my period in a while. It's a common thing. Some people spots, it's a common thing. It's a part of it. And um, there's the vaginal ring is not here. There's the, what's the name? The condom. Most of us is the condom. I still use the condom. For me, I'm not on any of those. I have a very regular period. So I'm using... Uh, what's the name? The calendar, the calendar, the calendar method. I have a very regular and period too, but like you still the the stress. One too many pregnancies cares is like enough it. to. <laughs> I get it. Like I mean, it's very important. Like that's better. At least you're sure. You're hundred yeah. percent sure that I'm not gonna have a baby. Yeah, baby. And they are very effective. Yeah, they are. Rabbit, which one are you getting on? Oh, have you decided? I, I really would want to get on the IUD. Okay, but mm-hmm. um. <laughs> Um, <laughs> the process that's one thing the process isn't very, the doesn't process, last very it's long it's not yeah like it, it doesn't last more than 30 but minutes and you get to keep it and you get to keep it in for how many years compare like one day's pain to like 10 years of knowing that you are not going to have a baby Hmm. Oh, well, I've been I'm definitely sure. leaning towards the IUD definitely yeah that's like a more like reasonable option for me right now <laughs> but yeah We'll see how that goes, guys. <laughs> Anyways, if you're a man and you don't, you think you don't want kids at all, you can go for vasectomy since you guys have it easy and you can get it easier than women. But the Just vasectomy, that. the vasectomy, it's reversible. But every time you do reverse, your chances that's of why having a baby kind of. That's lessons. why when you go for it, you need to go with the mentality that I am, like, accept yeah. that I'm you are down. not trying to. On raw occasions, when something happens, fine. But then go with the thoughts that I don't want a baby. That's fine. If you know, be sure that you don't want a baby so that when you try to re- reverse and you don't, you don't regret it. Yeah. Know in your heart. It's usually for people who have had the number of kids they want. Oh, yeah. Yeah, just that that, you know oh, how. I remember, I remember once upon a time, mm-hmm. I met a gentleman and then, like, I don't know what he was thinking, but he just hit me with a, yeah, I'm, I got like a vasectomy. So, you don't, so to worry about don't even like worry. come at me with <laughs> I'm pregnant. Also, <laughs> it was just so funny because, bro, I'm not even thinking about sleeping with you, but yeah, <laughs> thank you for the heads up. <laughs> thank you so much for the heads up. Like, he really felt it was the first thing he needed to tell me. Maybe. Good for he him. He was very confident in his ability to. No, like, maybe he feels mm-hmm. like you might worry. He's had people worry about pregnancy and those. No, things. he just felt like you know girls would mess around and give you pregnant, tell you you got me pregnant when probably another person got them pregnant. pregnant yeah. So yeah, in his defense, like don't even come at him with the pregnancy BS because like he's had a vasectomy. Yeah. So you guys, so, I want to tell you one other thing about IUDs. They also act as emergency contraceptives. So let's say you you're tired of using emergency contraceptives and you had um, unprotected sex and you're like, nah, I need to get on a long-term contraceptive. When you get the IUD within five days of having unprotected sex, it prevents pregnancy. So, I mean, I'm just <laughs> telling points you. points for the IUD. I'm just telling you, yeah, more points for, uh, for IUD. But, you know, the other contraceptives, some of them reduce your chances of getting um breast cancer ovarian cancer to a point 
the oral contraceptive hormonal ones mm. they are known to do that so i mean if they tell you the non-contraceptive benefits and you think yeah. well it makes sense then you can go on and I that's why you need to know everything about each contraceptive before right? you choose i think the implant actually increases your risk of getting cervical cancer because oh. i was told i was told to that. stop smoking if i do <laughs> and that has been a struggle because how far is the research okay. into male contraceptives going? Well, apparent, apparently, yeah, they are still all on it. a lot of good. Apparently, <laughs> apparently, they claim that eh, they claim the side effects was too much, and the people they were testing it on withdrew from the whole process. All I'm hearing is that men are wusses, basically. Because that's what they we're talking me. about. Okay. That's hey. exactly what they are. The ones we get. It comes to side effects. Okay. It's not like yeah. they are without side side effects. So if you tell me about side effects, how do you explain? It's not like we go pop in a pill and we are okay for the rest of our lives. We, we don't do it because we want to do it. We do it because yeah, I just don't want to get pregnant. So I think that it's better to have it and deal with the side effects. But what happens to, is spermicides do. Spermicides are for women. You insert it. Oh, it kills spams. You think it's for men? I really thought it was something a man has to take. So no, that that load for that moment would be like. Something that's what's in inactive or something. Inactive sperm. Yeah, they don't they, swim the right way. No, they're just like they're dead. It's just a load, all right, but it just doesn't work. A bunch of dead sperm that's floating in there. Mm-hmm. It's just a waste, like a load that just comes. Wait, even when you do have vasectomy, you still get nuts, don't you? Yeah, you do. But then the semen that comes is not like yeah. active. That's fine. Exactly that's what I mean. Like yeah. I thought that's how the spermicides would work too. You pop a pill and then it doesn't work. Well, that's sad. Well, Something you guys has to come for men, though. I'm looking yeah. forward to that. You know, if I don't get the IUD, you know that the implant um, reduces your chances of getting a UTI. That's a benefit. Oh. Yeah, um, pelvic um, unitary tract infection. So, guys, I know I mentioned the pull-out method. So many people are using that. I want you to know that pre-cum can make you pregnant. <laughs> you know, some people have mm-hmm. excellent pull-out methods. I'm giving it to my partner right now. He has it. He has it. I always tell him, I'm like, dude, I think you should be crowned like pull-out king. Because we've been doing it for how long? And I'm not pregnant. <laughs> but then still, you know, when, um, because I have a regular period, when I'm fertile, I use condoms because, Charlie, I don't want to risk, risk it. I don't want to risk it. So that's mine. Guys, there's that from to the bar methods. There's a female condom. Lots mm. of women don't use a female condom <laughs> because the claim is stressful. Let me tell you guys one fun thing about the female condom. You can have it in when going out on a date. So it's like you being extra, extra careful. Like how long? Like, how long can it be inside like, you for? It's like a couple of hours before the day, and then you can. You don't need to take it out right after six, so you can do a couple of rounds with the condom inside. Just like your man is going inside you, but it's a condom that's it's collecting there, everything. everything. Yeah. And then also, you pull it out. Yeah. So you just need to wear it well so that he doesn't penetrate outside of it. It should be all around the whole it comes with its own things some people don't I use it because of the work. stress because you need to make sure it that it's perfect it fits perfectly so that he goes inside mm. the condom and doesn't go on the side of the condom that's too much work it's I a think. lot of work <laughs> yeah that's work. that's basically why lots of women don't use a female condom but i feel like if if you you hear that and you think that that's better then you go for it is it even being produced as much because it's in Ghana, like as, I know you can't even go to a pharmacy. Yes, you, you really can't go to a pharmacy to ask for uh, the ones I go. I got them from PPHG clinic. Exactly, and it was it was. I like, don't think a random pharmacy. Going to a that. pharmacy and buying a condom in itself is a whole journey on its own in Ghana. Before at least, going to no, ask for a few more condoms. Way. No, that's the thing. At least it's available. Yeah. It's not even available in pharmacy. <laughs> that's the thing. The female yeah. condoms are not even available. Hi, please. I want female. We don't have. We have the male condoms. That's what they have most of the time. So it's not even like it's there and you can't go and buy it. It's not there. Unless you go to those specialized like sexual clinics and all those places. Another yeah, thing about fun. the female condom is you know how people have latex allergies. 
for latex allergies, you know that you can get non-latex male condoms. Mm-hmm. But I've not heard of non-latex female condoms because, I mean, people are not even patronizing it. People are not because it's easier for men. They just roll it on their penis. For women, there are mm-hmm. two rings inside. You need to hold the ring together and put it inside you. It's like collecting. It's mm-hmm. I get it, but ladies, it's still an option. It's we still an option. It. And you can have it in before your date. You can have it in before your date. Also, remember, so many men will tell you that they don't enjoy sex as much when they use a condom. That's why they don't use run it away back. from those men. Yeah, <laughs> right. Like about Please. infections, guys. You know, because if he's telling you this, he's telling probably every other woman he's met. Uh-huh. So he's raw dogging everybody. Everyone. Please run away from such men. Yeah, because I mean, if it's somebody like both of you have gotten tested and you you're sure you've seen for yourself that they don't have anything, then go ahead. So you see the but, funny thing: somebody can show you their test results today, have sex with you today, and tomorrow have sex with another person who has exactly. Get and then come sleep with you again. Exactly. But because you are basing off the results from the last week that you guys wanted to do it, <laughs> you still catch something and, you and know think that's some- all. Some infections, like even HIV, it takes a while for it to show up in your blood. So you might have sex today and get it. And maybe next week I see your results and you don't have it. And then have to, and you know, the early stages, you have very, very, you, the, the chances of you transmitting is higher. The, the, the mm-hmm. early stages of HIV infection, like they infect people easily because they are multiplying in your blood. They are looking for a new blood to enter. So it's it's very important for you to know that. So that's why when you are going for contraception, they need to ask you how, like, what's your sex life like? Do you have a partner? Do you have, like, uh, one partner? How many partners are you sleeping with? Are you into casual sex? Are you, like, just looking to have sex with, uh, based off sexual attraction? Like, anyone new, you have sex with them. How open are you? So when you know that, if you get on IUD, they'll still need to advise you that you still need to use a condom. Because even though you're not trying to get pregnant, infections are there. So guys, even though we are telling you to get on a contraceptive, please don't just say that because I'm on IUD, I can have raw sex with anybody. It will over you. <laughs> yes. It will over you because Charlie, it's it's really not easy. So please, like we said, it's very important for you to know every single thing that comes with each contraceptive you're getting on. Find out how effective they are. The most effective ones that are like close to like perfect are the iud the implant and sterilization sterilization don't go for it unless you are 100 percent sure that you don't want babies again yes and um the the other ones are injectables there's oral contraceptive pill that you need to take every single day for for the for some you're supposed to take it at the same time every day so if you are a man whose partner takes the oral contraceptive pill, you can make it a part like of your daily routine to remind your partner to take their pill set an alarm to take it like you take it every single day for some they come with even um uh what's the name ion pills that for blood so they are great you take it every day and then you won't get any uh you won't get pregnant if you take it every day it's easy if you find that it's hard for you to take drugs that's not your option that shouldn't be like if you don't like yeah. taking drugs if you easily forget to take drugs don't go for the pill because it will easily fill you when you forget now the emergency contraceptives one of occasions rare occasions then you take it there's a diaphragm that you insert too it's like a cup i don't we have it in ghana it's like a cup that you insert inside your vagina hours before six and it will prevent the sperms from reaching your egg to fertilize it so that's an option too. There's um there's a vaginal ring that is like a ring that you put inside you. I don't know whether it's in Ghana. So I mean, I know we have listeners all over the world. So if if the ring is an option for you, it's 99% um effective. You just put it inside you for a number of weeks and take it out for the fourth week and put another one inside that's how it works the patch also you put it on your skin and it works to prevent pregnancy and apparently like the most popular ones that people use are the pills and the patch so yeah these are options for you and remember that it's better to be on a contraceptive than no contraceptive at all so yeah get on one okay
get on one it's very very important i hope you learn from this do you guys have something else what would you advise anybody who wants to get on any other contraceptives you're you're on the two of you um, what advice would you have would you have anything you tell anybody it's like get more information mm-hmm. be counseled enough yes you should know more than you are even told like do your own research because yeah. you're going to get surprised and lots and lots of surprises if you don't have enough information you're going to get surprised a lot so so yeah basically do your research and know what you're going in for yes if you feel like the hormonal ones are not an option for you look outside of that like basically just do your research yeah Yeah. do your research research. and use them the right way like they Mm -hmm. tell you the the, your injections when the time is up if you go for the monthly ones when that uh, like note the date down set an alarm or something if you went for a first of march uh, first of april you go for the second one because when you wait you can get pregnant that's the thing just stick with the rules that come with each contraceptive vasectomy you're supposed to use a backup for three months after you get vasectomy because the first three months you still have chances of impregnating somebody (laughs) so yeah just stick with the rules that come with each contraceptive method and you'll be fine i mean people say fuck them kids if you don't if you say fuck them kids and you're not on a contraceptive the kids will come we'll show you (laughs) and we'll send them back well we send them back let's go (laughs) anyway so guys that's the end of this segment i hope you learned something we're gonna move on to the last segment of the show we have a dare Barbie, do you have a sex tip nope you don't have a sex tip people should be safe charlie that's all i can tell you i'm tired (laughs) i mean my sex tip for you is to prioritize pleasure i mean when you're going to have sex tell yourself that i'm going to have fun whatever like just prioritize pleasure when you prioritize pleasure you will work towards getting pleasure and uh, remember that foreplay shouldn't it shouldn't just be before sex it shouldn't be something you do before penetrations like you're preparing the vagina for the penis nah it should be more of like the main event because that's where people get the most fun from so many mm-hmm. women don't enjoy penetrative sex even so i mean make foreplay a big part of your sexual activities all right so you guys um the day and sex tip of the episode you know before i tell you that day this some of the contraceptives can affect your libido too i didn't mention it some of them for some people it might make them hornier like very horny and for some they can kill it but it's very important for you to know um, how each of them affects your libido. And if you try it and like it kills your libido, then you can hop on another one because we don't want your libido to die. If you are sexually active, you'd want to still be active and want sex for your relationship. Anyway, so my dare tonight, did I say tonight? Because it's dark and all sexy in here. <laughs> so my dare for this episode is eye gazing. So there's been um, studies that show that eye gazing, um, prolonged looking into somebody's eyes, that's what I'm talking about for a period of time. It boosts intimacy, it helps with um, sexual attraction, builds trash. It's, it's, it's a great bonding exercise. So if you have a partner, you're in a relationship, you're married, this is a day you can try. This is not hard. People tell me my days are hard. I want you to try out eye gazing with your partner. You can't even do it with friends. I mean, hopefully you don't end up wanting to fuck each other. <laughs> but... <laughs> But, but if you want to go ahead, I mean, but so the eye gazing exercise, I want you to try this. Okay. Sit, um, opposite each other, sit facing each other. I mean, and, um, take in 10 deep breaths. That's like, it prepares you for it to calm you down. Take like 10 deep breaths and then, um, set a timer. You can do a minute. You can do 30 seconds. I mean, if you've never tried eye gazing, some people, it makes them, um, nervous when you look into their eyes for a while some people start like they i mean so depending on how you are you can try a minute you can try 30 seconds and um take 10 deep breaths and set the timer and look into each other's eyes 
for a minute. You can try two minutes, sometimes three minutes. Just see how different you'll feel. It, it will be positive. If it's negative, sorry, but then I'm expecting it to be positive. So try it out and let me know how it goes. I mean, this sounds like a super formal setting. It doesn't have I to feel be like formal. it's too a little too uptight if we have to set timers and everything. Like <laughs> just right before you kiss, okay? Just hang on to the kiss for a second. Like and just, just hold on, look into their eyes, eyes for a bit. Or when you wake up in the morning and you're sleeping in bed together, just look at each other for like don't it doesn't have to be set a timer. But do you know why like, um, just the time let it be easy, okay? Because sometimes doing all that makes it a little too fixed and a little too like Do you know why I'm mentioning the time? because it has to happen for a while sometimes when you are doing it you might feel like it's been so long and then when you check it was just three seconds and you won't get there's no way three seconds (laughs) oh i'm just i mean i'm just saying because there's sometimes that you do something if you've tried meditation you know that seconds can feel like a long time a long time because i meditate sometimes meditation will make you realize that a minute is a long time so like the prolonged one is what comes with the positive benefits just try it out try a minute or try two minutes look into each other's eyes and see how it will be like mm-hmm. it can be great for it boosts intimacy um your bond sexual attraction like try it out it's an easy day don't give me an excuse <laughs> have a fun time doing it okay anyway that's the end of the episode tonight i didn't tell you the sponsor of the third segment it's sponsored by best five the self-vibrators Get a sex toy. There's all, all types of sex toys. Visit www.bestvibe.com and then see what they have and place your order. Wherever you are in the world, you can get it. If you want to get me some, feel free because I love sex toys. Anyway, so that's it. And um, Salma and Phoebe, I hope I hope you stay sexy. When last did you have sex? You've already told us. Are you horny right now? Very much. <laughs> very, <You're>, very much. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're spotting. But you know, you're no longer spotting now. Yeah, 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 so make use of it. I will. Yes. Because you said it's I been will. a week. Go and have sex. I go, will. And, go and get, like, yes. get head. If it's an hour, get it. <laughs> Why is it going like that? Anyway. Go on some more. Anyway, guys, stay sexy, get pleasure, be safe, and have a good time. Okay. This has been a Gold Coast Reports production. Catch up on episodes and discover more shows from our network on listen to gcr.com.